Hi, Alana. Hi, Sasha. Sasha and I are best friends, besties. 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 And we really bonded over our super cringy childhood experiences. Horrifying. And now we're launching a podcast called Free Free Period. Period. Oh my gosh. Here we are. Here we are. We're not just talking to each other anymore. We're not just talking to each other anymore. We're talking to the world. The world is daunting. It's daunting. And this is our first episode. Oh my goodness. I can't believe we convinced someone to give us a podcast. It's so, so overwhelming. Oh, also because I feel like you and I are so perfectionist in a way. And I feel like we're going to be. And also you and I also tell a lot of stories. Yes. And we get really excited. We have tight fives, tight tens. Tight tens, tight fives, all the And I feel like you can just walk away from that when we're at a party, but this is going to be on the internet forever. I know. Oh my gosh, why did we do this? (laughs) I don't know. Well, we usually start, I mean, we start every conversation with my diary, but I feel like we need to just, okay, I've kept a diary since I was eight years old. I mean, truly to this day, but I have a diary here in my hands that is from eight to 14 and we will be pulling entries from this diary. Yes. So you'll get to know me and by proxy Alana, because Alana and I were pretty similar. Yes. And me, I mean, Sasha and I's tale is that me and Sasha became friends. I feel like we've known each other in a past life. I feel like we're fully connected spiritually. From the shtetl. From the shtetl. <laughs> Oh, we're definitely related. Like there's, we should figure out if we are related. We have the same profile. We have the same profile. We are the same person emotionally. And I feel like we're, we were just like separated at birth. Oh, 100%. At some point. And I, I am the fourth Hyam sister. You are. I will give you the title of the fourth Hyam sister. Did but you hear that world? <laughs> breaking news. Um, but me and Sasha met a couple of years ago and... It was immediately, you know, we immediately knew that we were soul sisters and that we had this love of this one subject, which was how cringy our adolescence was. Yeah. And that was the first thing that we connected on. The first thing that we had endless stories. Like I remember us just like for days just being like, but no, 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 but this happened to me. And you're like, no, 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 but this happened to me too. And we love telling the stories about how cringy our adolescence was because it made us the people who we are today. And you have to remember... I met you, Alana, when I was opening, I was with my band with my brother, and we were opening for you at South by Southwest yes. in 2013. So my first impression of you was really seeing you on stage being like the coolest girl in the world. So I just assumed you were that from forever, oh, from yeah. the womb. And though I would, that's when I'm like, ooh, we might not relate to each other because I'm still feeling like... I'm not cool and I'm with my brother and she's with her sisters but they're all cool and I just feel like that was my impression of you and then when we got to know each other it was like identical experiences. Yes and it's crazy when you find when you find your puzzle piece in this in this we're holding holding hands. hands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we just decided you know since we love telling these stories we might as well add a microphone and a recording device to it. And we wanted disaster. to share. <laughs> disaster. Why is this happening? But we wanted to share because I really do think that growing up, I always wanted to hear that other people were also struggling and, and going through it and have in, incredibly embarrassing stories because we have so many. And we know that out there, other people have other embarrassing stories too. And so I feel like today, should we introduce? Let's get to know each other. Let's get to know each other. Again. Again. <laughs> For you guys. Um, okay, so I have some 
questions to ask you, Sasha. Okay, even great. Even though I feel like I already know all the answers. You but, do. But I have um, questions for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So we are going to let, when, when I say that, you know, we have, we, we're going to talk about our adolescence. I feel like me and Sasha really did connect on specifically middle school, seventh grade, sixth, seventh, eighth. Maybe we'll go into ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, all those embarrassing, terrible years that were just awful. Horrible. Horrible. Awful. I didn't know. I always was jealous of the girls that like had figured their life out by middle school. Oh my God. The, the peakers. <laughs> yeah. They peaked in middle school. And like you, the thing is, is like you kind of hope that like, you're like, okay, these people are like peaking in middle school. Like they're, they're, I'm going to have my time at some point. And honestly, 95% of the time, I feel like all the people that peaked in middle school are still killing it. And I'm just like, why? Like what? Like they're just forever, forever killing it. And that was not mine and Sasha's experience. We but not, are they funny? <laughs> I know, but, <laughs> but do they have the tight tens? A tight ten. Um, so I feel like we, I need to know, you know, like who was, initially and when when we started getting hormones who was your biggest crush okay well let's start when I was four okay <laughs> okay so we're going we're going there we're going <laughs> I was in love at five six seven eight I was like Jim Carrey oh my god wait for it Charles Barkley <laughs> Space Jam love and Harrison Ford and John Travolta right in Greece of course those were my top four but then I moved on to Chris O'Donnell when I was nine because I had seen uh, Batman or uh, Rob. What was the one with Poison Ivy in it? Uma Thurman. Oh, yeah. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And he was so sexy to me that at eight years old, I was kissing my shower door, pretending it was Chris. And that's where – I mean, I was boy crazy from – I found a video of myself at my birthday party when I turned four and these um, – you know, there was a guy dressed as a prince at, mm-hmm. at a princess party. Is that, I mean, also just like the way I grew up was ins- disgusting. It's <laughs> just like princess parties. It's just, it's, listen, here I am, vulnerable. This was my, I had a weird, I had a weird childhood. It was yeah. a very, very unique childhood. Totally. We did have princes come to my parties. Um, And uh, he was you know I pulled my dad aside my dad had this has this on video and I'm like I'm in love daddy and he's like who are you in love with I go I'm in love with that man right there you see I'm in love he's He's handsome. I also talk like an old movie yeah, like, star. I talk. Were you from the 1920s? Like, I talk because my dad would show the talkies me. like <laughs> my dad showed me so many just you know movies from the 1930s and 40s right. when I was that age that I I spoke like I was like He's handsome. That man right there, daddy. I mean, truly, um, sick child. Um, so I was boy crazy from a very, very early age, um, which which was really annoying that I wasn't so hot. Oh, yeah, no. Because to be boy crazy and not hot was a terrible combination. Oh, yeah, no, it's terrible. I mean, my first, I mean, if we're going back to like that age, I was like fully obsessed with Disney characters. Like oh, me too. I was like Simba. Simba Simba, dude. Fucking 
Simba. Why did we find a lion attractive? The was ma- it his his voice? It was, was it his when voice? When he turns into oh a man. Oh my god! When he turns literally, and he's Akuna Matata. His, he's shaking his mane. Yeah, and you're like, what? I'm feeling things. Like I was fucking obsessed Me with too. Simba, but also I was like, Gaston would have totally. Oh, Gaston. I was into Gaston, which is so crazy because he was like the villain, which also honestly is the reason who I am today. Because I always go for like, oh, it's shocking that I love narcissists. <laughs> I fucking loved Gaston growing up. Like, what a shock. Shocker. Like, I didn't even find like the beast like f- like hot. Even when he turned into a man, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I love like the dude that's like a dick and terrible to like all his girlfriends. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's my guy. Love also, Gaston. Your first boyfriend was a Simba. Your second was a Gaston. Yes. So let's just give the cr- the Simba. Happened. It's true. I started with a Simba. I ended up with a Gaston, and then after Gaston, I just never looked back. I only date fucking narcissists. But you're but- gonna go back to Simba. You got to find your Simba. You got to find you your Simba. You will. Also, Simba was a dick to Nala too, but then they fell in love, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Once he found, you know, it's, Simba had his had his times where he was kind of a dick. He worked on himself, though. He worked on himself. And then by the end, he was the king. He was the king. He was the Lion King. He um, put down the magnifying glass and picked up the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. He did the work. But yeah, dude, I was like obsessed with fucking Disney characters. And then when we moved into like, I was obsessed with Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. That was like huge. That was like when I was like, oh, okay, what's happening in my pants? I was like, there's something happening in my pants. How old were you at this and time? And Ryder Strong. I mean, Boy Meets World was what? Like when I was like eight, like eight or nine, I think was like Boy Meets World. And the thing is, I didn't have Disney Channel. So, like, awkwardly enough, I would have to, like, watch it at my friends' houses and then, like, also have this, like, weird sexual awakening, like, at my friends' house. Like, it's fucking weird. Under the flannel? I'd be like, who is that? <laughs> Dude, I had, like, vivid fantasies of, like, being in that, like, uh, the hallway of their of their high school with all, like, the lockers. Because also, I didn't have a locker. I was like, oh, my God, lockers? Like, I've had, like, a crazy thing about, like, oh, my God, when I'm older, I'm going to have a locker. And um, I just like had like a vivid like fantasy of like Ryder Strong like standing at my locker leaning and like leaning yeah it. leaning up against it with a flannel and like he gave me his flannel and then like at that point I didn't even know what what stripping was I didn't know what sex was so I was like and then we held hands and I was like oh like vibrating like oh then we held hands like oh my god what is going on like want to hold hands with Ryder Strong like that's all I cared about. But he was so hot. He was so hot. I still to this day I think he's hot. He's like my forever crush. And then also, I mean, I feel like I all I wanted like later on in life I like basically was just trying to find my rider strong. Like I like dated dudes with like floppy hair. The that was like hair. the 90s like floppy the hair. Floppy hair. Also on this podcast, we will date ourselves. We yeah. are not Gen Z. No. We're just not. We're not. We're not. We're so, fully we're fully millennials. But what I do notice also, because I am on I look at TikTok and I am on TikTok. Yeah. So are you. And we all are. Yeah. Um and I notice that there are so many teens being like, you know that feeling when this happens and everyone's really I mean, it's things that I feel that I've never said out loud. Right. Where that's when I'm like, fuck, I wish I were part of this generation sometimes. Cause if I were in, when I was in seventh grade, I thought everything I did was abnormal. Right. And nothing was, I, I was just a weirdo and everything was wrong with me. Yes, 100%. I mean, I still, we still feel that way. A hundred percent. And that's why I go on TikTok and see that 13-year-olds That's why like, we have this podcast. <laughs> Honestly, this is like our therapy. Like I don't, I, this is our therapy is like this podcast. Everyone's no, going to get fully. to know me very, very well. But then, I mean, after Writer Strong, my still now real forever crush was Adam Brody from the OC. Oh yeah, me That too. was like, Adam Brody was like, first of all, Jewish. Yep. 
all I really fucking needed at that point. Chrismica. Like, yeah, Chrismica, like Jewish. I still have never, I've never seen him or been in close proximity to Adam Brody, which is crazy to me. Like I, I literally would, if he was like at, like I would have gone to like a like a signing for like the DV- there is like Westfield there is like a very so I was so obsessed with the OC the OC was like my show it was like on cable television like every day on channel every Tuesday 11, right? every Tuesday on channel eleven oh. yeah dude every Tuesday channel eleven and it would start at eight o'clock and my bedtime was nine oh you had. 10 minutes to brush your teeth oh like it was like and my dad the thing is like my dad was like so crazy about our like bedtimes which now looking back on it, I was like what the hell like let me spend 10 more minutes with my love Adam Brody but we had I we had this like um s- switch like a like a light switch next to the tv that would shut the tv off like you could and it was right next to my parents room and so I would get so the anxiety that I had within like the last 10 minutes of the show because I knew you have to watch what happens next week. Like that's just Ooh, like what you have to. Completely forgot about You that. have to watch what happens next week. And so I will literally vividly remember being like on the couch and like watching my dad. I would always watch my dad like walk towards the fucking light switch when I when it was like 10 minutes left. And if I would see like the meltdowns that I would have for not watching the last 10 minutes of those. I would have full blown meltdowns. Like, Dad, but what happens to Seth? Like, it's Seth Cohen. Like, I would freak the fuck out. And I was so in love with him because he was Jewish. Like, he was like the first Jewish icon that was like hot and Jewish and everyone wanted to be with him. Like, I was so like, hot. you are my guy. I was in love, and then that he made nerdiness cool too. Totally, which I, I really appreciated the writer, the writer's room, right? And he also was like listening to like Modest Mouse, like it was like all of his like I would I would literally research every like poster that was like on his wall. It was like Rooney, yeah, Phantom Planet, Modest Mouse. I'm who else is in that era? I'm sure there was like an Elliot Smith poster up there that feels. Very I wonder. Seth Cohen. I wonder though if Seth got that. I don't know. There. Was he that cool? Did he like I Elliot know. Smith? I He's have no idea. He's definitely more modest mouse. He is Elliot. so modest mouse, and I was like so obsessed. So yeah. now my question to you is: Who did you want to be when you were in seventh grade? I wanted to be Misha Barton. That was like Misha Barton. She would always I always was so jealous because you could see her clavicle oh, oh, the clavicle oh the clavicle her clavicle the cla- wait see wait. Her, I didn't even know what the the reason why I know it's the name of the clavicle is because I literally looked it up like in the encyclopedia like what the fuck is this bone because you could always see her clavicle it's the clavicle and her arms also the the ball underneath I didn't learn oh, that yeah. but the ball underneath the shoulder yeah that also was always really glistening like you can see the oh whole yeah sphere. they put like highlighter yeah. on her fucking shoulders and I was like so obsessed with her everything that she wore I was like I want I mean I never wore anything that she could wear the clavicle clavicle. every photo of me taken from that time I you know you can do things (laughs) yeah you're like you're pushing your shoulders forward (laughs) and all of everything is just so obviously like a bodybuilder because you're trying to show your clavicle I found a photo of me also because I really wanted to be tan. I have very pale skin. Yes. I do not tan. I've never tanned in my life. I sunburn. I have freckles. I'm so fair. I just wanted to tan and I couldn't. So one time I wore a tube top, which was also very yeah. crazy of me because I wanted to be Misha Barton, but I wore a strapless top and I painted with my bronzer Stop. tan lines. <laughs> 
That's where I started my artistic abilities. That's You're like, guys, sorry, I just came back from vacation. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. It's like bronzer. You're like sweating and it like starts to come off. You're like, guys, sorry. It's so crazy. Like just took like a trip to the beach. Like don't talk about it. Like, please stop. It's fine. And I wanted people to also I remember wanting people to notice and no one noticed. Yeah. And I wanted people to be like, hey, you look tan. And no one because tan to me equaled sex appeal oh, yeah. at that age. And for us pale Ashkenazi Jews. <sighs> like no that's no. like that's like a pipe dream I still have never tanned once Same. in my life in my life in my life I have never achieved there was like one there was a time where I remember Esty had like somehow snuck in self-tanner like she found self-tanner like went to I somehow got it past my parents and it was like the kind of thing where like I knew where she hid it and dude self-tanner is like a fucking art form like you have to know exactly what you're doing or you're screwed. streaky streaky and I remember I was like I think I was in sixth grade and I like again wanted to be Misha Barton so I was like oh she's tan and I remember just putting globs like glob I was like oh this is how you do it. you like put globs of self-tanner on and then like I like kind of rubbed it in and it I look like I had leprosy. No, of course. Like, of course. I like went to school and there was like, and I remember people being like, well, that's the worst part is that like, people like notice. And you can't get it off. And you really. can't get it off. Like the, the panic and like, did you do tears. your face? No, I didn't. For some reason, I knew not I to do my face. my face. I knew never to do my face. I did my body, which is even but then it's honestly funny worse. It's just like marshmallows dipped in. I mean, it's like marshmallows that are half gold. <laughs> A chocolate dipped yeah, marshmallow. <laughs> Is my tan line. It was like I was so pale on my face, and then I had globs of ta- of yeah. self tanner, and like the smell. Then oh I had God. to. Then I had to like think of a story because you can't just go to school and people are like, "What is wrong with you? Like, like what? What cat, happened? A cat laid on me while I, I was sunbathing. I literally was like, "Oh my God, my sisters are so annoying. They like threw. This was my lie. I remember it. This is the best thing I could come up with. I was like, they threw like foundation on my skin, <laughs> and like I like for some reason can't wash it off. Like they're such." bitches like why would they throw foundation at me like as if you could put foundation in your hand and throw it at someone and then it doesn't wash off and everyone was like are you sure it's foundation like I think you can draw- watch that I'm like no you can't like you can't and that's why like it was a prank for my sisters and like I, oh, that wow. was the best thing that I came up with it's creative it's so creative like I I because the thought of being like I tried self-tanner and it didn't work the same thing happened with so like my parents my mom refused to let me shave my legs, which was like a same. huge deal. I had the deal. Same, same. So I was, and I'm a Jewish woman. I'm very hairy. Like I got hair very early, like armpits, legs, like the whole nine, the other places, you know. Eyebrows. <laughs> Eyebrows. <laughs> and I remember begging to my mom. I was like, mom, like, please let me, please let me fucking, um, shave my legs especially for bat mitzvah season i mean like i wanted to wear cute short skirts and, like you could my mom would make me wear pantyhose 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 what are those again like they're the like skin tan. colored yeah. skin colored like things that like make it's like it i it like looks crazy wore them. yes like it but it, like the thing is like my mom would never get my mom would get like a tan color like as if i like it, the misha barden glowy tan skin but in pantyhose so i looked but it made me look insane like on the bottom half i had these like dark tan pantyhose and then on the top i was like marshmallow ashkenazi like white skin and i'll never forget i was like in sixth grade and i was like fuck it I'm just fucking doing it like I'm gonna go shave my legs and I found like an old razor that was like rusted like rust with like 
the hair sticking out of it. The, but like, you had older obvious, sisters, was it? I had older sisters, yeah. but they like. I mean, Essie and Danielle weren't really allowed to shave oh, their yeah. fucking legs either. I'm so saying that word so many times. Um, so I found like an old razor that was like in the back of like some junk drawer. And I was like, okay, like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I remember I couldn't, I, I didn't know how to shave. So I thought you just dry. I thought you yeah, just dry. do it. Cool. And the scab, dude, when I tell you it was at least three inches. I had just, I took a chunk out of my leg. It was bloodbath and i didn't want to tell my mom because my mom would have been like well that's what that's what happens when you do that so i again concocted a lie this is the lie that i concocted i was like i was running around a tree (laughs) mom i was running around a tree and i and i tripped and i skid my leg on the tree bark also like play a game with yourself yeah <laughs> i was just running around a tree as you do mom i, I was running around a tree and i slipped and i skid and that's why that's because i was like okay tree bark if i skid, skid it down it. it's like a long thing but it was like a perfectly because razors when you cut yourself or like when you skid like it makes a perfect like the lines are very precise so of course like, that would be bark no i was like bark yeah tree bark okay that's what it is like i was running around a tree and she was like okay well maybe don't do that anymore <laughs> maybe stop running around trees at school like i don't know what's going on but i was mortified i mean okay i'm gonna say never this is a real never have i ever never have i ever in my life shaved my legs shut up i will say this is a brag i was blessed with well so my dad very jewish my mom converted to judaism but she's shiksa she's um right. She's German, British, Irish, French, Gorgeous. 23 and me. Um, Gorgeous. So I got her, I have blonde leg hair. Isn't that crazy? I, and, and then I wax. But because I was told at a very young age, also, here's the thing. The like, again, back to the princess birthday parties. <laughs> I, my, you know, my friends on the West Side were waxing. They were going and getting oh, yeah, and that, that didn't make me. the valley. Waxing did not reach the valley. <laughs> it was very present in Brentwood. Um, oh my God. So it. W- I have never shaved my legs in my <gasps> life to this day. To this day. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But feel. Sorry, she's just going to. F- right now, oh uh, God, the visual is Alana is feeling my I'm supple feeling legs. I'm feeling legs and they are They're extended and my foot is in a point. point. Thank you. <laughs> Um, that is insane. So your yeah. so your mom let you sh- get was it did no, she like so or did she not know? Here's what happened. So Layla, my best friend, was waxing at a very young age. Was waxing at pro- I mean sixth grade. I went with Layla to her waxist fun activity on a Saturday, and I asked the waxist if she could just wax a square of my calf, just because I wanted to see what it was like, and she did. And it was just one strip. And when I took a bath. I remember just lifting my leg and seeing the water fall off of that one strip but then stick to the right. other blonde hair, whatever. Yeah. And that, I felt so mature. And <laughs> I, I also thought my mom was going to somehow see and get mad at me because she was like, absolutely no shaving, absolutely no waxing. Right. Um, but then I think when I turned 16, she, or 15, she was like, do your thing probably and who I just, did you want to be I mean definitely Misha Barton was yeah. a big one I wanted to be anyone like blonde and tan yeah. and I was not and I my older sister Jessica who we will have on the show yeah. she is 14 years older so when I was 12 13 she was 27 so yeah like figured it out yeah. she looked like Grace Kelly she looks like Grace Kelly she's like tiny nose big blue eyes like 
big smile, blonde hair, big boobs, tan, like just I wanted to be her. I wanted to look like her. I wanted to be her. And I was like, we're half, you know, she's my half sibling. I still think of her as my full. But, you know, that half definitely, you know, she got, she got the other. She didn't get any Ashkenazi. So I just felt like, oh my God, that's who I'm looking up to when I look nothing like this person, but we share blood. I mean, 13 came out when I was 13, and that's when I switched the dark side, and I was like, I want to be bad, Evan, Rachel Wood, Nikki. But when you watched 13, I remember watching it for the first time, and I think I was 13 when I watched 13, I was like, what high school do they go to? It was like what Euphoria Euphoria. is now, but but now even Euphoria is even crazier. Like, I remember like seeing her i i wanted to get converse and draw a happy face on the toe <gasps> remember too. that oh i was remember obsessed that? when oh. she like goes badass like she like throws away her like frog socks like i think she i think it was only frog socks she's like mom i'm throwing all these clothes away and then she like shows up to school and she's wearing like a tummy top and converse and there's a smiley Play face on the toe so and i was well. like god She's so cool. There's a smiley face on her converse. Like, no, but I remember seeing a thong for the first time on Degrassi with Manny Santos. So you were a Degrassi watcher. I watched Degrassi, but I think I watched, I I don't know how I found it because it was like from Canada. So I don't know how. I was watching Degrassi. I must have, one of my friends must have been Canadian or something that like had the way to watch it. And I remember like the episode, I mean, everyone remembers that episode where she like shows up with like a like that crazy hat (laughs) it's like a crazy hat and she's wearing a tummy top and a blue thong with rhinestones on it that she got at a kiosk at the mall and she shows and he was super hot too oh my god what was the guy's name that she like falls in love with oh my god what the fuck the next jt jt no it wasn't jt she was jt loved her craig Craig Manning, Jake Epstein. Okay, I knew his actual name. That's so embarrassing. I was like, Jake? I knew his actual fucking name. Jake Epstein, probably Jewish. Not 100% sure, but of course I was in love with him. It was a Cohen. It was Jake Epstein and Andy Cohen. I mean, not Um, Andy Cohen. (laughs) Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Seth Cohen. Seth Cohen. Seth Cohen and Craig. I was obsessed. But yeah, no, thongs. I never, I never was able to buy a thong. Ever. By the way, I'm just telling the world, I'm back to wearing full underwear. Oh, yeah. Granny panties. I love it. Oh, yeah. No, I can't wear a thong. Can you believe we did this to I don't even know why. So well, bras and thongs. I was like, I, I left those in high school. I, I have was to like, wear Well, bras. I never even had a thong because I was honestly too afraid like, just the construction of a thong freaked the shit out of me. I was like, how uncomfortable. You have something up your butt all day. Sloss. I was like, I can't do it. So I never, I never wore thongs, ever. Wow. I think Essie probably had some sort of thong. I mean, she was, like, older and always had cool shit that, I mean, like, I wouldn't have shared. That's fucking weird. I wouldn't have shared a thong with her. But I, yeah, no, I never, I never wore thongs because I would always wear, like, this is actually a good thing to get into. Like my style in in seventh grade yes, was. Yes, let's talk about <clears> it. Um, I, I say, I've said this before, but Napoleon Dynamite had come out either when I was in sixth or seventh grade, and it was like vote for Pedro shirts were like the the thing. Like it was like everyone had a vote for Pedro shirt. Screen names, by the way, there was a vote for Pedro screen name. Oh. I knew the girl who took it. Who took vote Caitlin. for Pedro? Yeah. Damn, she was on mm-hmm. it. She was probably like in an early screener or something. Oh, my, yeah, she knew <laughs> Again, before. She was like, Brentwood, I gotta get this before everyone West has Westside LA. <laughs> but I remember, so in like the dance scene where he's dancing, I think it's Candy, 
um he's wearing moon boots like these like moon boots that were like so sick i thought they were so cool and me being like oh my god like i need these moon boots but obviously i didn't know where he got the moon boots are also like i don't e- like i don't even know I- we live in southern california like it's so hot <laughs> you also and in the valley I- and in the valley. in the valley and i had basically like like my mom had gone on like a ski trip like when she was like i mean i want to say like 20 years prior to me finding these boots and she had gotten these ski boots that were like they were kind of like thick not uggs because they weren't suede they were like snow material like like pseudo or whatever like that fucking like waterproof material and they like if you squinted really hard and maybe saw them from like three miles away they like somewhat resembled these moon boots (laughs) and i wore them every day with what with skirts with pants with any i remember i had an acid wash jean skirt that danielle had gotten from some thrift store that i stole i would wear that and then when you couldn't show your shoulders you couldn't show bra straps anything so like some form of like like remember those cnc factory uh tank tops do you remember yeah i just bought so many on ebay i'm not (laughs) even kidding they're coming back dude everything's coming coming back back. and it makes me so sad it's scary i got a bunch on ebay don't steal that but you couldn't show your shoulders so that I, you remember those baby shrugs that would literally just like it was like a shrug that would just cover your shoulders wait a baby sh- oh like the, my like the tiny shrugs the shrugs that would literally just sh- like you would just cover oh my your god shoulders i forgot about a shrug oh yeah dude because that was like my like oh i could wear and i had like a insanely like padded bra from ross that i think was like a wonder bra that my mom had bought me so i would wear like this wonder bra padded bra because I wanted to people to think that I had boobs and I had like A cups. CNC factory or whatever tank top. I had one of them. My mom had bought me one and it was green and blue and striped and I was obsessed with it. Baby shrug, acid wash skirt, moon boots. Like, Would you wear boots? socks with the moon boot? How do they work? Sometimes I'd wear socks. Sometimes I wouldn't. And that's so disgusting. No, it's not. Dude, by the end of the year, first of all, I would wear them so much that they started getting holes in them. And I would wear them in the rain. I'd wear them in the sun. Like, I'd wear everything. And there was a point where I wore them once in the rain and they got so soaked that I then I refused to let them go. So they would start to smell. And I would put paper towels in them to soak up because I really needed to keep them going. So I, and again, this is all happening. And I'm thinking, I am the hottest girl in school like smelly smelly boots no shaving no shaving yeah hair hair everywhere everywhere. hair everywhere smelly boots like and also the shrugs help because i couldn't shave my armpit so like the shrug would hide my armpit hair oh genius bring a genius braces Mm. and then hair that like would always i like in middle school thankfully my parents let me i would always be from from kindergarten to fifth grade my mom was so scared of lice that she well we talked about this the other day that she would we would have like a like a i would have a tight braid and then when i got to middle school she for some reason let me wear my hair down but like i hated washing my hair i'm really getting real this is great hated washing my hair of course so again you know what i'm wearing and then to top it off with braces and like zits and like i didn't know how to put on my makeup was like you were allowed to no i would like sneak it that was like a full like sneak attack like would put it on in school like eyeliner like eyeliner only in the waterline only in the waterline yep me too only in the waterline and i had smelly fucking oily ass hair 
I was a disaster, like full disaster. Like when I see photos of myself from seventh grade, I'm like, how I had two older sisters and I had the internet. What, what was, was wrong happening? with me? Well, it was early days internet. Like there early days. Early days. It was early days internet. But like there were fashion blogs and I still I was like, Psh, I know I got this. I got this. Incredible. Terrible. I think it's incredible. And I, also you were saying that you wore vintage t-shirts and Levi's before anyone else did. P- pretty much. I mean, everyone at my school, like if you were cool, it was Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister. 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 That was like, and then Juicy Couture tracksuits were like kind of on their way out. By yeah. The time. Like they were huge when Danielle was 2001. in school. We never had, I, I never got to have a Juicy Couture Did she? Suit. No, we had like the Ross off-brand yeah. juicy couture like it probably had like an a instead of like a j great, <laughs> great. or like a z like some like random ass letter <laughs> that was like trying to be the juicy couture tracksuit but um no like that that was like i think that was like danielle's era was like juicy couture tracksuit but by the time it was like everything was like abercrombie fish you wanted that like was it a seagull like i remember just like shirt maybe that was hollister but like there was like a shirt there that was a like, label there with like a little seagull on it and everyone loved that and like true religion jeans wow true religion what about jeans. frankie b's frankie b's was was around that was the like, high end but the thing was like true religion was like the first brand and oh earl gray von dutch hats i dude. mean oh von dutch von hutch von earl hutch. jean is one of von them. dutch hats were like oh my god so i had malibu i had a von dutch hat oh my god no you didn't oh oh Oh, I never did. I had a Von Dutch hat. This is also punked days with with Ashton. Ashton. I had a Von Dutch hat that had a clear like visor part. Like it was red and clear. What? And it was a red, like bright red Von Dutch hat with like some sort of like cuckoo crazy like um design on it but the the visor part was clear. It was like a clear plastic. Why? And I would wear what Who is knows? that design? Also, out of all the Von Dutch hats that I could have gone, like, why did I get like the party one? Like <laughs> moon boots so and a clear literally one. like and I would not wear it to the front because who wore their hats to the front? I would wear Wait, it to the to side. side. <laughs> to the side. Like, and here the party starts. Which also defeats the purpose of a hat. Of a hat. A hundred percent. Like half of my face, I'd be like sunburned <laughs> on half of my face. <laughs> and then you just put self-tanner. And then yeah, then glob self-tanner. Like it was I, know I was a so full well. disaster. I wanted a Von Dutch hat. I went to a uh, uniform school, seventh, eighth. Well, oh, actually, no, I went for, to a uniform school from second grade to senior year. So my weirdness with I mean, I guess I just accessorized, but I was obsessed with dressing cool, but I didn't know how to do it because I was also surrounded by other we all wear the same thing, which I actually really love to this day like I wish that I had a uniform every single day and I kind of do are you friends with anyone still from from those times so Emily Goldwyn shout out to Emily Goldwyn shout out to Emily one of my best friends she she but she was a grade older and you know when you're in seventh grade eighth graders were so much older oh they might as well have been in college yeah so she and I only bonded really or really start bonded when uh we did the play bat boy together (laughs) so you have to remember I went to an all-girls school with gender neutral casting or cross-gender casting. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, we were all playing, you know, Emily played Batboy. She was the lead. And so, therefore, she was the coolest girl in school. Because I went to a school where if you had, like, the best TI-89, that made you oh, cool. Yeah. And I was trying to be, like, 13, right out of the movie 13. And no coming to class, panties. no bra, no panties. Coming to class with sunglasses and, like, 
life nature love sweatbands on my arms and just thinking you know I just wanted to be I wanted everyone to think I was high but I was so afraid of drugs and I was such a little like I just was not whatever I wanted to be cool I wasn't cool and so I didn't fit in there because to be cool you actually had to just be the smartest and I was not doing well in school and school was really hard for me um and I just wanted to be an artist um but Emily was cast as the lead in this all-school musical Bat Boy I was really wanting the part of the mom or the girlfriend, the other lead. And I got the part as Rick, the like bad boyfriend who did not get to sing. I had to rap a song. And it was so, I mean, I had to wear the low pony, drawn on mustache. It wasn't, this is a little later. Sorry, everyone. This is a little later than seventh grade. This is junior year. But I still felt uncool and not attractive. Totally. But Emily was like, oh, this is going to wow the boys. She invited every one of her crushes to the All School Musical. Let me just give you a visual of what she... She had a bald cap, huge fangs, ears, like pointy ears. She was a bat boy. She was playing like a half bat, half boy in a rock and roll musical. She was incredible. She had to wear these like khakis and a button down with a tie. That's when the bat boy starts getting educated. And she was like, I'm going to wow the crowds and every boy's going to want to hook up with me. And she, after it ended, the play ended, she walked out into the wings or not the wings she walked out into the crowd right. and she was waiting for all the boys that she had invited she had like a towel over her neck she's like where 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 are my roses nothing all the boys had left oh. she was just left with her mom being like best performance of your life of course she was so good and it. so that's how you guys met like did you go up that's to how her we like bond- how did no I was in the musical with her so we carpooled every day to school and back because we were on the same rehearsal schedule oh, um my God. and that's how we really became like best friends but so she was at my school but that's a little later I know but I still felt you know and I didn't invite any guys first of all I didn't have I had like no contacts I know. I, the thing that's like so crazy about the time, like now being older, I just turned 30 and thinking back to those times where like the thought of even speaking to a boy was like, oh, they know everything about my life. They can see right through me. They like know what I'm thinking. They know that I'm not cool. And like now looking back on it, I was like the amount of like, I wish I just could have grabbed my balls and just been like, I like you. Oh, I probably would have gone like, I mean, I didn't make out. I don't know. I don't know. But I will never forget. Like, so I'll give him a pseudonym because I actually just had had lunch with him the other day. <laughs> I know we have to talk about it. Um, I'll give him a pseudonym. We'll talk because he I'll probably bring him up a lot. So like we'll get we'll give him like a good pseudonym. Like we'll we'll give him Prince Charming because he was very much Prince Charming. Um, so Prince Charming was the hottest guy in school and I will never forget that like the first week, so like right before I got braces, my, um, the Galleria was like the place to be. It was sixth grade and it was the first time everyone in my class, like all of our friends were going to the Galleria for the first time and Elf was playing. I'll never forget. It was like, we went to all go see Elf. The best movie ever. Best movie ever. And it was like Christmas time and we were all like, let's go see Elf. Also, Zoe Deschanel gave me hope. Oh, Oh, totally. She gave me hope in terms of the pale skin, the dark hair. Right, 100%. Okay. She was like the fucking greatest. Yeah. And I'll never forget like, all I wanted was to sit next to Prince Charming. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this boy. And I didn't have braces. And all of us sat, and I'll never forget, I sat in the chair. And he was sitting in like another chair. And then he came, first of all, just so you know, my mom 
was the only one out of 12 kids was the only parent out of 12 kids that was like you cannot go alone my mother came with danielle and they sat in the last row i was the only the only one in sixth grade where everyone else's parents were like yeah go we'll pick you up later and my mom was like you're letting them run free it at the galleria like i must go and chaperoned oh. all the like and wasn't like i'm just gonna be like behind like literally was like everybody give me their, your money i'll go buy the tickets like i'll go like all these things of like oh my god like it's so embarrassing like my mom was like fully involved and i was so embarrassed and I'll never forget, I know that my mom and my sister are in the last row. We're in like one of the like first rows. My mom and my sister are just watching. I remember I sat in the chair and there was like a seat next to me and Prince Charming sat next to me. And I didn't have braces. I, I blame everything on braces because I literally think this is what happened. Because <laughs> we sat next to each other like obviously like nothing happened because I knew that my, my mom was like watching us. But I was like, oh my God, like when we go back to school, like it's going to like we're going to date. Like it's of on. course it's on. Because yeah. like the equivalent of like sitting next to you is like, oh, you're married and let's pick out the china. Like let's go like let's pick out the plates at our wedding reception. And um so I'll never forget like very shortly after like maybe I want to say like five or six days after that happened I had to get braces and he never spoke to me ever again it's not the braces it's not the braces I'm here so to I'll tell try, you I think it's the braces it's too. not the braces we all had the braces I know maybe he liked you so much and what happens sometimes is they shut down right I don't know I mean I hope that's the case they run no right because, <laughs> right guys right when it they like the braces they right it wasn't my excessive body hair and body odor and braces <laughs> like it wasn't because I wore smelly moon boots right like it, that's not the reason like it definitely was the braces like for sure it was the braces like I'm just gonna go cry about it <laughs> but I remember being so and I and I will bring up Prince Charming like a million times on this podcast because I have so many stories about can you him. imagine if this ends with you getting a proposal and you guys start Charming. dating oh and it's God, just start dating? Oh. That would be that's the reason why I actually got this podcast. That's that is for the Prince Charming for Prince Charming to get Prince Charming. Oh but God. did you have who was like your oh. Prince Charming? We can also give him uh, a suit. <laughs> I know. Well, they're all in the diary. I mean, I can say Max Gray because that's okay. he's a dear friend to this day. Max Gray was my like oh my God, I'm in love with him. I mean, he's in every single entry, Max Gray, Max Gray. There's one, I mean, here's my first entry of when I first met him and I was like, I'm in love. Um, he also, it's just so funny because my taste was, my taste really oscillated between like this guy, you know, this the surfer vibe, blonde, mm -hmm. and then the kind of nerdy Seth Cohen yes. vibe. I and I to this day I don't have a type. Um except Harry. Harry's my type. My soon to be husband. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe it. Sorry. I'm just um I mean, even this is like September 15th, 2002. This just describes my I think it describes all of our taste to this day. Hey, okay, this is totally confidential, but I'm thinking I'm starting to get a crush on Theo's friend Blank. He's ugly kind of, but in a very attractive way, you know? See, but that's so <gasps> that real. was like, my that was my type. Like he's he's kind ugly of, uh, in an attractive way. Like that is such a great. It's just nothing's. Cha I get it. I get nothing you. has changed. But no, okay. So Max Gray. I mean, I'm sorry. Really quickly, I'm so sorry to Max Gray if he listens to this and he's like, I would rather my name not be all over this. But um, I think he's. I think he'll. I've sent him this entry, but um, 
No, I the way I dressed was like I just wanted to dress like Layla, my best friend's older sister, because they had such good style and they were doing the juicy sweatpants and mm-hmm. Uggs and like I don't know. I bet I I just couldn't quite nail it. You know, it just because I wasn't actually allowed to wear a lot of this stuff because it was too grown up. Right. My parents were really strict about what we purchased. Like it, they were not gonna give us whatever you know they were they were really strict about um dressing too um yeah they wouldn't get like juicy I did get my sister's hand-me-down juicy oh, sweatpants so that was a big deal but they were pretty strict about and that's why they wanted me to go to a uh, uniform school because I think they knew I was going to be super wacky with my style <laughs> um I'm still looking for the max gray I know it's coming up um I just found it um also another thing is like when I was younger or when I was 13 eighth grade I spoke in a fake voice. Did you ever do that? No. I like <laughs> when I talk, like I talk. Oh, because Paris, uh, because uh, Paris Hilton, what was that show? Oh, my God. oh, Simple Life. Simple Life had just come out. Paris was so hot. Oh, I yeah. wanted to speak like her. So I altered my voice when I'd be speaking to boys because I <laughs> thought they liked that. But my voice would go down like two octaves. I'd be like, hey, what's up? Like, it's so nice to, okay, I found my Max Gray entry. Like, it was not a hot voice. And I just thought that, I I thought that made me cooler. Of course. But I was, I had braces and I would do, you know, Hanukkah designs every Hanukkah. Like, I'd do the blue and yellow. And then on, you know, Christmas, if I was allowed, eight days later, <laughs> I would do, I would do red and green. It's that 20, Also, know. we are both, we both had braces and we both have a space in between our front teeth. <laughs> They didn't do anything. I never wore my retainer. We are. We do look alike. It's really weird. Okay, sorry. I found the Max Gray entry. Okay. March 8th, 2003. Dear Diary, Max Gray is so hot. I heart him. Hot, 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 hot. Nice, nice, gorgeous. Hot, hot, cool, cool, cool. Hot, hot, hot. I just got back from the morning service of my friend's bot. Because, right, we call them bots. <laughs> oh, I write on the side, funny, funny, because I forgot. And Max was there. Ooh, he's so hot. And 30 men or so. Oh, and then it's boring. Um, ooh, I can't. I keep writing ooh. <laughs> O-O-O-H. I cannot wait for the party tonight. Max is so hot. Um, and then the next day, dear diary, today I did such a stupid thing. I called Max, and we had nothing to talk about. It was so random. I felt stupid. Oh, well. I just keep thinking everything happens for a reason. Spiritual. <laughs> everything does happen for a reason. I know. I believe that's why we're together. I know. Doing that's this why podcast. we're together. That's why we're together. I mean, I feel like everyone now has gotten a glimpse of, of what's to come on this journey that we're about. To. You guys are going to be with us for a very long time. We I have, know. We're going to have guests on that tell us their embarrassing stories. We'll find the funniest stories. And we just want to make life a little easier on this podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time with more fun. Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye. Bye.